Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 190. Like, oh my god, it still says it on the outline. I fucked up the outline. <laughs> Welcome to episode 97 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. We've got a lot of stuff packed in this episode. A lot of segments, some of them that long. So you know what, Mondo? Mm. Let's not fuck around. Okay. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's not tarry. Let's not... Oh, wait, hold on. This is kind of productive. Fuck. Let's get right into degenerate news. Yeah. Go ahead. I was waiting for your... your usually, usually do a little theme song. Your own little like degenerates man, degenerates man. Oh no, wait, that's uh, Florida man. Degenerates news, degenerates news. <laughs> All right, let's. We're gonna we're gonna take this whole thing from the top. <laughs> Welcome to episode ninety-seven of the Degenerates Clubhouse, and we're gonna jump right into degenerate news. Here we go. <laughs> Oscar Meyer announced Thursday it would sell a hot dog flavored popsicle in a handful of U.S. cities. The, quote, cold dogs will be approximately half the length of a normal Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> I get it, because they're cold. Uh, this past Thursday, August 26th, was Women's Equality Day. When reached for comment, men's rights activists conceded that this isn't fair, and we should give them at least a full week of being equal. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Jesus. I, it's not, that is not fair. They only get one day? This is This is a travesty. Uh, President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 into law on August 16th. The legislation includes large investments in making healthcare and prescription drugs more affordable, fighting climate change, and taxing wealthy corporations. But most importantly, it's going to give me a $2,000 rebate on the heating and cooling unit for my new house. Let's fucking go. Thanks, Joe Biden. But like, actually, like, actually, thank you. Like, usually when I say that, it's sarcastic, but... This is the first time I've had cause to actually say that sincerely. Thanks, Joe Biden. Uh, Biden announced that he will be using executive action to implement a broad student loan forgiveness initiative that will wipe out $10,000 in federal student loan debt for borrowers earning less than $125K per year. The plan will also wipe out $20K in debt for borrowers who are recipients of the Pell Grant. For borrowers who have finished paying their loans of, of it in the last five years, the plan will also provide $400 million in Circuit City gift cards. Sweet. So I guess I'm getting some Circuit City <laughs> gift cards. Excellent. I, I really, I thought about that one for a while, and I was like, what would be the ultimate fuck you <laughs> to someone who would like just finished paying off their loans? Here you go. Here's the $1,000 in Circuit City the, gift cards. I, fall, I, I literally fall in that. In that uh, category, I just I know. Pay, paid them off like middle of were, last year. Were, were you a Pell Grant recipient? Um, I think so. Who knows? I feel like you probably would have been. Yeah, but um, again, my all my debt's been paid off. So, Japan's national tax agency has launched a contest calling for business partners to get young people to drink more alcohol. When reached for comment, experts in the United States asked, "Have you tried implementing the college fraternity system?" Yeehaw. Uh, Missouri School District has has decided to reinstate corporal punishment in its classrooms, allowing students to be punished with a paddle under new policy. The school board approved the policy in June and notified parents that Missouri's Cassville School District is bringing back the spanking, a disciplinary measure abandoned by the district in 2001. The new policy coincides with a 400% uptake in bad behavior in the classroom belonging to female teachers ages 25 and younger. Get it? Because... 
Mm-hmm. It's like, a, the, yep. like being kinky. Dude, wait, the, the wildest part to me of that whole thing was they, they only got rid of that in 2001. Yeah. So, like, had we gone to school in Missouri, I mean, we could have gotten our asses paddled. Yep. I mean, we still ended up getting our asses paddled, but for different reasons. <laughs> hey, Mondo, don't, don't tell about our vacation. <laughs> vacation? What, what happens in the, in the, the uh, fishing house, fishing lodge, stays in the fishing lodge. Oh, okay. Uh, when a Hartford, Connecticut woman... Teresa Beatty's mother died two years ago. The state of Connecticut put a lien on the Stanford home she and her siblings inherited. It said she owed $83,762 to cover the cost of her two-and-a-half-year imprisonment for drug crimes. The tax is part of the state's come-again policy in which criminal offenders get fucked twice. Whoa. Holy shit. South Koreans are having so few children that their country had the world's lowest fertility rate in 2021, even lower than the preceding year in which the nation also came in dead last. South Korean women averaged 0.81 births during their lifetime in 2021, the sixth straight year of decline, says Statistics Korea. In a humanitarian effort, the United States has offered to send South Korea as many Mexican immigrants as they need. I mean, why Mexican immigrants? You know what? When I wrote it initially, I just said Nick Cannon. I was going to say, yeah, or Nick Cannon would have worked. Just say, you know, it could be it could be brothers, too. It, it could have been. And the reason I changed it to Mexican immigrants, because I was like, eh, everyone makes the Nick Cannon has a lot of kids joke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, but you were going to be reading the question. Yeah. And that's why I switched it to Mexican immigrants. Because I think, I think the Mexican immigrants could bring up the birth rate. I think they could do it. Perhaps. I mean, Mondo, if you're like, oh, I just have to fuck just a ton of K-pop stars, I get, I'll, do, I'll do it to help to save your country. K-pop. And finally, according to a recently unsealed FBI affidavit, the search of former President Donald J. Trump's Florida home was spurred by the discovery that he had kept classified material related to the use of human sources and intelligence gathering, a.k.a. he had like the whereabouts and info on the whole spy network. And I just want to, to flash back to last episode where and Mondo basically asked why they keep uh, messing with, with President Trump. Mondo, can you play the audio from that clip? There, I played it. Okay, here, I'll just do a dramatic recreation. Why do they keep messing with Donald Trump? That was basically what he said. I took a little creative license there. And when I thought about it, it, was, it would be akin to if one of the Florida men we cover is like, I don't get it. Why do the cops keep messing with me? Like, all I did was I robbed a 7-Eleven and I stole a pickup truck in the parking lot. I crashed it into a tractor trailer with macaroni and cheese, spilling macaroni and cheese over the highway. I ran into a residential neighborhood. I broke into someone's house. I took a a bath in their jacuzzi, left the giant shit, and then went running down the neighborhood. Cops, why do you keep messing with me? And the cops are like, sir, can you please put some pants on? Like, that would be the equivalent of it. And just just to translate that whole thing into, like, actual, like, Trump logic, it'd be Trump's being like, why, why do people keep messing with me? All I did was ask for uh, a foreign adversary to hack my political opponent, which they then did. Oh, he did it on national television, which they then did five hours later. 
And then when the FBI was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And started investigating. He immediately fired the FBI director because he thought that would stop the investigation, which led to, you remember the, the Mueller report? You brought that up. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It led to the Mueller report, which, um, which led to more than uh, 30 indictments, seven people going to jail. Aaron came really prepared for this one. This, oh, oh, no. He, he was looking forward. To, can you tell? Listeners, can you tell he had this all like this whole monologue uh, oh, I, I did, thought because, up be, well in because, advance? Be, like he had, had to have super ammo this time around. Well, it's because last time I was like, you know what? This is going to get really convoluted if I don't have all the facts straight. Yeah. So it's like if I'm going to go into this, let me at least do it in a, a structured format. So anyhow – uh, seven people went to jail and then, and then there is a, a department of justice policy that they cannot prosecute a sitting president and to prosecute him, Congress would have had to remove him. And all the Republicans like, well, no, we're good. We th- we think one of them literally said, we think he learned his lesson. Um, and then, and then, <laughs> He, and then he's like, he didn't learn his lesson, and he tried, he tried to blackmail a foreign country into saying they were investigating Joe Biden by withholding military aid to them. And the foreign country was like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go away. And the, the country that he was threatening to withhold military aid from was Ukraine, which, like, holy shit. And now, and now when, he, when he left the White House, he just fucked off with like tons and tons of classified documents. And then, and then the government was just like, Hey, could you please give this back to us? And he said, no. And they're like, okay, fine. We're going to get a subpoena. And then when they got a subpoena, he's like, fine, I'll send them back to you. But he only sent some of them and kept 700 pages, which included apparently the, the, all, all the Intel on the whole U S spy network. And the FBI was like, bro, what the fuck? And then they went and got him. And it's like, why do they keep messing with him? I don't get it. Just leave him alone. Let him do his like little like crimes and grifts in peace. And if he wants to keep info on our entire spy network in the basement of his golf club, I think he should be able to. That's what I'm trying to say. Aaron's four-minute monologue. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed. I hope you find entertainment in that that little that little soapbox that Aaron did there. Moving on. Florida man, Florida man, causing mayhem when he can. Driving drunk as a rule, alligators in his pool of cloud. Here comes the Florida man. Yeah! Oh, he does it better than me. That's got it. That's that's the best. I gotta go back to. Oh, that's how I do that. Technical difficulties. Florida man. Police say man allegedly tried to purchase young girl from parents for $100,000 at a grocery store. Which, I mean, you can just make them. You don't have to buy them. Yeah. Uh, Florida man also allegedly attempted to buy a parent's eight-year-old daughter from a Walmart in 2018 for $200,000. Jesus. How do you have that much money and just not get a fucking hooker anyway? Well, so, so we're assuming he wanted it for like sexual... I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. It's just gross. Anyway, Florida police say that the man allegedly tried to purchase a young girl from her parents at a grocery store for 100k. The original incident happened in August 18th. I'm sorry, August 16th, at the Port Orange Winn Dixie grocery store when Helmuth Kolb 
allegedly attempted to purchase the child away from her parents, according to the Port Orange Police Department. Police opened an investigation into the incident after the parents notified them about the incident. Kolb was arrested on August 25th and taken to Volusia County Branch Jail, according to the police. Is that is that picture there the picture of the guy? Yes, I believe so. Holy shit. He looks like uh what's the what's the um the coach for the Patriots, Bill Belichick? He looks like Bill Belichick like aged like maybe like another 15 to 20 years. Like he's and got hit in the face with a bag of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> he's this this guy looks like he's about 147 years old. His name is Helmuth Kolb. Helmuth Kolb. Jesus. Yeah, if you, if you basically if you're just picturing like creepy old guy, you you've probably got a fairly accurate image of this gentleman in your head. Uh, police also said that Kolb. I like how they spelled, misspelled it in the second time they they spelled it Klob. <laughs> I think it's funnier with Klob. Police say that Klob, who is a registered sex offender, is on probation for similar issues and is not allowed to have any contact with minor children. Mr. Kolb should have simply stuck to just grocery shopping. Thanks to our SIU uh, security something, I don't know, investigation, I don't know. Mr. Kolb did receive a complimentary ride in one of our air-conditioned police cars and a free stay at Hotel 92, <laughs> which is a Volusia County branch jail. The man allegedly went up to a woman in 2018 at a Walmart store and offered 200 k to buy her 8-year-old daughter, according to Fox 35. I... Jesus, like, I don't know, like, do you think this guy's from, like, a different country where that, like, kind of like, like, you know, I know Borat makes, likes to make fun of Kazakhstan, like, I buy my sister or shit like that, like, do you think that, that guy comes from one of those weird Euro countries where, like, buying children is acceptable? But, see, if he did, I feel like he could have gotten a much better deal for <laughs> Eastern Europe, I mean, in, in Kazakhstan, I think 200k could get you at least four or five girls, so... <laughs> Question, a you couple know, of he, sheep. <laughs> he may he may be a pedophile, but he's also a terrible businessman. I know. It's just creepy to think. Like, like I said, just for some for anybody to think like it's it's okay in their like at some point that thought has entered in their mind like it's okay for me to approach a complete stranger and offer to buy their kid like it, it he he doesn't he doesn't think he's doing something wrong you know what I mean he's done it before he's gotten arrested and he's like fuck it I'll do it again. <laughs> Just guys doesn't learn after the first time around, I guess. The other part is it, he came his, he came down like what well, what was the difference? The first girl he's like oh two hundred thousand. The other one he's like uh, not as pretty. May, or no, one, the, the, one, the the most recent one was ten years old. So he's like oh too old, too old. <laughs> like knocks a hundred thousand dollars off the the face value of a of a kid. I mean yeah, if I, if I was that kid's parents, one I mean I'd be furious. This creepy old fuck who I yeah I see I see his. 85 years old, and he looks every bit of 200, tried to buy their kid, and I would be furious. And I'd also be kind of insulted. I'm like, she's worth at least 150K. Jesus. You fucker. Gross. Yeah, I just it's just pretty fucked up that people out there exist. Another thing is, like, the, the fact that this guy's a, a pedophile does not... Um, like, for someone to be able to have that kind of money to throw around... Is kind of like ludic. Like this guy's obviously successful at something in his life. That he's got that kind of money just throw around and and attempt to buy kids. Or that's the that's the other part. Does he actually have that money? I I don't know. Like this guy clearly does not have all his mental faculties about him. Maybe in his plan he's like, yeah, 
oh, I'll just tell them, I'll give them a hundred thousand and then they give me the kid and I pay them in monopoly money or whatever. And, and like, I don't, I don't think there was like a real clear, concise, like he was like, yeah, we're going to, we'll go to bank of America. I'll get you, I'll get you a, a money order. Like, I don't think there was like a real clear plan of action where he's he had like, this worked out. He's like, Hey, guess what? Biden just, uh, Biden just canceled my student loan debt and I'm getting a hundred K in gift cards uh, to circuit city. You want Trade those in for your kid. Anyway, that was it for uh, Florida Man. Uh, moving on to the world of Ask Reddit. Aaron. Yeah. What is incorrectly perceived as a sign of intelligence? Talking fast. That's, that's the main one. Yeah. That I could think of. Because there, there's some people where they'll speak incredibly quickly and blah, 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 blah. And usually they have kind yeah. of high-pitched voices. And... It's, it's almost like you have to l- listen back to them at 0.5 speed, and then you realize, oh, their brain is capable of making language very quickly, uh-huh. but the things that they're saying are fuck all stupid, yeah. and it's easy to miss because they're talking so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, – there's a uh, – I, I tend to disagree with like half of what this dude says. I'd say half the time, but that guy Ben Shapiro, he's one. He's like, he's renowned as like kind of a politically intelligent kind of guy that's more on the conservative leaning side. But I think sometimes that guy goes a hundred miles per hour, and like I'm, I, I am admittedly a little bit slow in the brain, so it takes my my brain like a little minute to process the shit he's saying, and then like I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't. Uh- you know? he, he cracks me up. His his, I can't listen to him for extended periods of time, mostly because I find his voice very annoying. <laughs> but the, this is his style of argument. He likes he'll he will start with a false premise, and then immediately say eight billion things to distance himself from that, and it'll sound logical. Mm-hmm. But he so you, this is the, this is the key word with Ben Shapiro. He'll, he'll say let's say, and I'll be like. And the, the let's say thing won't make any sense, but then everything else that comes from that yeah. will make sense if if you don't notice that the first thing he said was complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a tactic that a lot of politicians use. I think it's not just him; it's it's both on left and right. But he he's just he's just an easy target for me to point out because he's he's like one of, on the forefront of that like political bullshit. I think, and this is just my opinion, that. IQ, like the intelligence quotient test is also kind of like, it could be kind of deceiving. Like I think people, I think you can test. It's culturally biased, man. I think you can test high IQ, but does not necessarily mean, because you need, you also need to have like just kind of common sense to balance that, that high IQ. And, and in some cases, people with high IQs, they lack common sense and people would otherwise think, oh, you're very smart because you tested well or whatever, or you can speak well or you got you got you know degrees or whatever also you know let me let me piggyback that i think having a college degree is also one of those and and by the way aaron and i are both college educated so we're not quote-unquote dummies but i think i think it's perceived that if you have a college degree you're you're automatically smart and i don't think that's the case i just think that having a degree just means you've put in the time in school to get a piece of paper and uh you know, and, and say that you've otherwise gotten an education, but. Well, and to, to, to piggyback even further off of that, I thought being a doctor meant you were intelligent. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. No, it's, it, it means that you are really good with sleep deprivation and you're not afraid of tons and tons of student debt, but, but that's it. Right. Like 
Because I, I thought, oh, well, I'm surely it, it must be so hard to get through medical school that if you make it, then you're smart. Yeah. Not the case. And cause you, do you know the old joke about that, Mondo? Uh, it was, it's a, like a Jewish thing, kind of. Was there, is it? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's No, Jew- cause there's like a, there's a joke that says like, oh, my son's a doctor or my son's an attorney or something. I don't know. But it's like a Jewish mother. Like, anyway, never mind. I can't retell the joke anyway. So. Yes, I know that joke. No, it's not that one. Okay. It's it's Mondo. Do you know what they call the person who graduates dead last from medical oh, school? Oh, they're still a doctor. Yeah. They call them doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can have a, you know, a very just just get a C. It's like you could be a C student and and get in doctor school whatever. You could you're still a doctor. There were there were people who went to Whittier College where it just made me sad. Oh, because yeah. Because I was like, oh, they're going to have the same degree as me. I absolutely, that <laughs> same thing. Not to say I think I'm like the smartest pe- person that, there's definitely people way more intelligent, you know, they could do a lot more shit. But like there are other, there's a lot of other people that are like, oh, motherfucker, this guy got a degree? Like the same piece of paper I'm getting, this person, this guy or girl is like, they're just giving these things away these days, you know? And that I bet that fucking idiot was so slow at paying off their student loans, they probably just got the 200k they, yep. break. <laughs> they defaulted 75 times. Let's see what some of the redders have had to say to that. Uh, user Thulubot666 writes, People seem to think that if you are rich with a good job, you must be smart. Generally speaking, I've only met one rich person I could consider smart. The rest, oof. I seriously wonder how some of these people pass grade school. That is true. I think... Um, People that have wealth, like it's or work, like it have like a high position in their company. People assume like, oh, they must be there because they're very smart. That has very little to do with it. There's so much political maneuvering in a corporation that has done that. Uh, that let's just say helps grease the wheels. You don't have to be the smartest guy. You you don't have to be the best decision maker. You just gotta kind of know what to say, who to say it to, and when to say it, and well, I you mean, know. you know, Elon Musk, I don't know if he still is, but he was the richest man in the world. And it's it's like he started with this huge, huge trust from his parents. Yeah. Or wasn't, it, you know, there's this whole like self-made billionaire thing rarely, rarely ever happens. Okay. Usually there is some family money or at the very least opportunity that allows yeah. that to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like that was the thing with, uh, there, there's a book called Outliers. And they're talking about Bill Gates. Like, Bill Gates didn't come from money like Elon Musk did. Uh-huh. Obviously, guy's extremely wealthy. But he just so happened to grow up next to a college. You know, so, like, as he was, like, you know, a middle school, high school kid, this college had, like, one of the most advanced computer labs in, like, the whole world. Yeah. And he could just go in there at night and access it as a high school student and learn all that shit where it's like, that's great. But had he not li- happened to live yeah. right next to that place... You know, he probably doesn't become Bill Gates. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot we can dive into that. And I, I well, I won't go into it. Uh, let's read another question. Another answer. Instead of instead, here's the thing. If if he if he hadn't lived next to that, that computer lab, instead of being able to go to like super rich person pedophile island, he would have had to just be offering 200k in grocery stores for kids. You know, just just like a like a, a common sort of rich man. <laughs> um, I almost got you. No, no, no. I, I get it. Uh, user Recreational Parks writes silence. I've been told so many times that I'm thoughtful and a deep thinker, but really I can't figure out what what to say. LOL. Yeah, sometimes you just kind of sit there quiet and like people like assume. I don't, you, I don't think they think he's that smart. 
Yeah, but sometimes I th- I think uh, when you're when you're when you blurt out whatever comes across mm. your brain, it makes you sound stupider. So sometimes just being like mute like can hide the fact that you're an idiot. You know. <laughs> Last one I'll read. It's a long one. Actually, let's not go to the long one. Let's read another short one. User Richard DEC writes, Wealth, edit, thank you for the gold and silver. I'm so rich. Therefore, I am smart. S-M-R-T, smart. Yeah, pretty much what uh, what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, people coming from, uh, people. if you happen to be living in a pretty well-affluent area, your opportunities are going to be better and you have the opportunity to be a more intelligent person. That's just... How the cookie crumbles. Yeah, even even if you're if you're not affluent, but you just go to school with rich kids, mm-hmm. you, like I forget what the numbers were, but like the, that person's uh, like future earnings go up by something exponential. Just 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 being around rich people, being around rich people, seeing how the wealthy interact and how they, you know, their families are and everything, and yeah, well, and how how they they think and, and you know like because. You know, I think the idea of like buying land and doing real estate deals and or like trading stocks or things like that aren't that foreign to a high school kid who's got a really rich family. But like, I I, I would have never fucking thought to do any of that myself in a million years when yeah. I was in high school. And I even had money where I could have done that yeah. <laughs> through nefarious games. But let's not talk about that. Uh-huh. Um, it's not nefarious. It's funny. Uh, read a question number two. What would be some social norms if a guy's penis was fully erect 24-7? Uh, okay, th- this is what I immediately thought of. Uh, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but when we were in college, uh, there, there was this event that, that our, our fraternity threw called Erotic City. Uh-huh. And it was basically like just sexy Halloween, but without any of the pretense. It's like, don't, you don't have to dress as like a slutty cat. You can just dress as a slut. Yes, pretty much. Um, and I remember there was there was one one guy who came wearing these like underwear where the the underwear looked like it was an elephant's head and there was a big trunk right at the ah. at the crotch and there'd be like a whole line of designer and like I don't know if it'd all be animal uh, animal but there'd be like elephants and anteaters and yeah. um just all kinds of things like that and I and I do remember our fraternity brother Matthew Remquitz wore a similar sort of underwear and I'm not, I'm, I'm being completely serious. It wasn't an animal. I can't tell you what it was because <laughs> it, whatever it was, was so fucking horrific. I remember thinking like, I'm going to block this out of my memory. And apparently I did. Yeah. Cause I just remember having that conversation with myself where I'm like, I, I'm going to erase this from my memory. So how somehow like when I, when I think back on this night, I will not remember this. And I, and thank God it worked. It's, it's like, um, you know, like those those trauma survivors who have temporary have like amnesia of the event. My uh, my favorite part of those parties was that uh, even the the bookwormy girl you would never otherwise imagine to like see in skimpy, scantily clothing, even they would be a good deal degree more risque in what they wore. Like like maybe they'd wear like uh, like very thin lingerie but with like a bra underneath or something like that. But they would get like they would push the boundary. That was that was always a fun event. Um, so anyway, what was your answer really about the social norm with the guys? No, I just said it. Like there would be like a whole line of like like that like elephant underwear. You think people would just wear that every day? Yeah, if, if you're if you're erect, why not? I mean, it would be because like everyone knows like you've got a boner. It's just it's just 
how the anatomy. So <laughs> fashion would sort of work its way around that, figuratively and literally. Um, if boners, uh, if social norms of a guy's penis is fully erect twenty four seven, I don't know. I think uh, I think it'd be. I don't know. The, the, at the direction things are going, I think maybe it'd be it'd be socially acceptable for guys to like either uh, give themselves a handy or get receive a handy like more out in the open. <laughs> like, don't mind me. I'm just relieving this. I'm just getting. I'm just getting rid of this. I just. I don't want to walk around with. Except it doesn't go away. It's got to go away after the after jerking it. That, no, it says twenty four seven. Oh wow! Not 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 twenty three and a half seven. What would be? I guess and then you'd have like a you'd just take days off of work just to bang all day just to like kind of like mm-hmm. I have to have that one day of the week where I'm, even though I'm gonna have a boner any anyway I still gotta just I gotta get I gotta I gotta release this tension for a little bit and I'm gonna need some time off. So so we go we go to the mandatory four day work week. Uh huh. So it's like of course like you normally have Saturday and Sunday off. And then it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you work. And then it's like happy fuck day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you think like, you know how like there's this big old movement for women, to, like the women that want to be braless, like, like, like free the nipple or whatever that fucking, that, that, uh, this cause that these chicks are trying to go for. Like, do you think there'd be like a man's cause that'd be like, like no underwear, <laughs> Like, nope. Just I just want to walk around with my fucking flagpole up all day. You think there'd be like a like a men's rights activist group that would like counter that, that would use the nipple thing as like a a counter to that. Well, see, see, that's that's the reality though. Is like men will just do whatever the fuck they want. Uh-huh. Like they don't need an act. That's the thing that's kind of funny about men's rights activists. It's like you, we've got all the rights. We, we've got, we've got all of them, and we can. And historically, have done whatever the fuck we want. So I don't. I don't think you'd need like a whole cause. I think if that made it more comfortable, men would just do it, and there were there really wouldn't be too much pushback. Uh, let's see what some of the redditors have to say. User Jazadar writes: Swimming would be slower, and massage tables would have two holes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, the massage tables would have to have like a hole for your face and a hole for your boner. Uh, user squeaky underscore Ben. A, a hole for your head and a hole for your other head. Uh, user squeaky underscore Ben writes, why aren't you erect? Something the matter? Instead of why are you, you'd be more of like, a, like, hey, you're not yet a boner. Are you okay? You, you, you get called on in class and like in middle school and then you're really embarrassed because you're, you're limp. Oh, shit. Everyone's like, oh my God, what's wrong with this kid? Uh, user planet number seven writes, all men's sports become extreme sports. I don't really get that one. Does that mean you're just going to suck? Like if you get tackled and like you're. Yeah. I think, donger? I think the stakes have been raised, so to speak. Got it. I mean, and here, here's another one, Mondo. Uh, I would have, I would have joined the basketball team instead of wrestling. <laughs> 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 it's like, it was, you I'd know play, I'd play tennis instead of anything else. Yeah, you, you you got used to uh you know like the spandex and everything in wrestling, but I think I think that's one step too far. Yeah. Last one I'll read user CJ underscore thirty run thirty one writes three socks. Like yeah, like all the socks you buy in the store would become like they wouldn't it wouldn't be pairs, it'd be trios <laughs> of socks. Uh, that's a good one. All right. Well uh well uh well shit, what did I do with the agenda? I think I threw it away. We are moving on to our last segment, binge or purge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that is going to be uh, a special edition of Only Murders in the Building Season 2 on Hulu. And this is going to be a, a fuck, Mary kill edition. But first, let, let's just talk a little bit about Season 2. V- very similar in a lot of ways to Season 1. You know, it starts with an, an initial murder. I forget how many were there, like 10 episodes? Yeah, 10. ten. You have 10 episodes, and usually each episode is is a little bit from one character or another's perspective, mm-hmm. where you're seeing maybe an aspect of the case or, or just from that viewpoint of the character. Do you, is there anything you, you thought this season did better than the first one? I think it just about every single episode this season threw you, like every single episode was a misdirect, or at least started a misdirect and ended with a like a cliffhanger that you just kind of like, so I was always, like my spent, my head was completely spun the entire, like who the fuck, who the fuck's the killer? Like the entire time was, I think season one, not that I knew who was the killer, but I think I had a better sense of who it might be as the story progressed. Yeah. I I think, I think arguably the main mystery was a little bit stronger in this one. Uh But one of the things that I really missed is in the first, if you remember the first season, there were all these like little sub mysteries. Uh Uh-huh. That that you didn't know it was it was all all the characters were hiding something things about and you did not have quite as much of that yeah in this season which which was disappointing because I think ultimately the strength of both season one and season two was the the you know the, the cast of characters yeah a lot of very colorful interesting fun season, characters I think season two they did a much better job of of giving the not the three main characters, but the other cast, the side characters, giving them more depth. So they did a lot of focusing on like, like, like the gay. I think the gay, the gay dude has a bunch of cats, or the one cat, whatever. And then he ends up falling in love with this other dude, and it was just, it's just all the other shit that they did to the other characters made it really more enjoyable. So on that note, Mondo, uh-huh. we're we're gonna we're gonna play a very a very extended version of. Fuck, Mary Kill. For mm-hmm. people not familiar with this game, usually the way it works is you've got three people and you have to, you've got to fuck one, you got to marry one, and you have to kill one. Uh huh. So this is going to get a little bit, a little bit jumbled. Just, just bear with us. But in, in this, this version, we've got more options. We've got fuck, marry, kill. Okay. But also, who do you want to be friends with? Friend. Dinner, ah, we could take or leave that one. Dad is who, out of out of all the the sort of older men in the show. Who do you want to be your dad? Because I actually realized, like, oh, they, they actually are about the ages of our of our fa- well, maybe maybe not yours, but mine. Okay, drinking buddy, business partner, wingman, and assistant. Like, who who do you want it to be your personal assistant? It's kind of hard, but let's try. So 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 first, let's start with the, let's start with the. The the canon fuck Mary kill ones. Who, who would you fuck, Mondo? It has to be Selena Gomez character. I'm not gonna say I want to fuck Steve Martin well, or there, Martin there, Short. There there are multiple women. Okay. In the show. Okay. Okay. There is only probably one other woman in the entire show that I could even consider fucking. Oh, I I mean I I actually this was this was the first one where so I, I'll tell you my answer. But who who who's the other one you consider? The 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 girlfriend in season two, the I forget her name, but the the, the art gallery director, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played by Cara Delevingne, yeah, that one. That was also not my answer. Okay, my, mine was was Bunny. 
Shut the fuck up, you idiot! No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't fuck Bunny. You're just trying to be funny. No, I'm kidding. That she's actually my she's my Mary. Okay. <laughs> I, I I fucked up the sequence. Uh, spoiler alert: Bunny was my Mary, and then yeah, I, th- I think I think you're right. I think the the fuck is Selena Gomez. Well, like I said, it has to be be either between her or uh, Kara, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, I don't. She's Kara Delvin. Not not to say she's unattractive, but there was one scene where like. She was like standing sideways, and I was like, "Oh my god, we gotta get her a sandwich." Yeah, she like she, she just not not to. I'm not trying to like skinny shame, but it, she looked almost unhealthily thin. She's just like a trashy hot to me, but not like hot hot. Okay, moving on to Mary. My Mary was Bunny. You would marry Bunny, hundred percent. Huh. Yeah, I put the cart before the horse on this one because I thought this this one out right. Uh huh. Because, and this is I'm gonna we're gonna assume, assume this all starts at, at the beginning of the season. She had a really, really nice apartment, and she she dies almost immediately. So uh-huh. she's gonna. So basically, yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're gonna have to get married. We'll have our wedding night. Like it's I'm gonna you know it's it's take one for the team. But then I inherit. I'm assuming this like really beautiful New York apartment. I think it's worth it. Wait, it, so it's I, that confused me. So then, but Bunny doesn't actually own the building. She's just like the superintendent, more or less. Yeah, she was like she's on the. Board of Directors. So she's like it. running the building. So she doesn't own the whole building, but she owns the... So she owns the apartment, though. Got it. Got it. Still, there, yeah, you're right. Uh, New York apartment's not cheap. Uh, my Mary would be... And I don't remember the characters name. I was trying to find her. The one that basically inherits the position of the superintendent, the Asian lady, the one that's pregnant and has a fucking baby. Yeah. Kind of kind of a bitch. She was kind of a bitch. She was, she was intelligent. Yeah. What was her name? She's pretty hot, too. Oh, here we go. The name I think it, I think it was Nina Lin is the character's name. The actress is Christine Ko. But yeah, she's kind of bitchy. But you know, she's got that kind of like she's trying to do well. Like she's looking out for the building kind of attitude. Like she's trying to she's trying to when she's filling Bunny's um, roles, responsibilities, whatever. She's like she takes to heart like all those little intricacies of like getting to know the staff, the ins and outs of the people. Like that's what a, I would say. Like a good wife. Like someone that's organized, that's gonna remember that kind of shit. Because I don't remember half the shit, anyways. You know what I mean? It takes a little control, but yeah, you're kind of a cunt. Sorry, but but kind of kind of in that like, uh, I, I think anyone who who has even a little bit of a, I don't know how to put it. It's like that little like submissive sort of fantasy, like have have a woman just act a little bitchy to them, turns uh-huh. them on. Yeah, she'd be the obvious choice. All right, who's your kill? <sighs> that's that's a tough one. You know, did, did you have an answer for that? No. You know what? I think if I had to kill somebody, it would have to be um, just because he annoyed me is the fucking, uh, the, the Greek, the owner, the dad, the Greek. Uh, uh, Nathan Lane's character. Yeah, Teddy Demas. Yeah, yes. the owner of the Greek restaurant. Because they, they, they show a softer side of him in season two in a couple scenes. They give him, they give him like kind of a, a couple scenes where they make him like more likable. But outside of that, like, there's a lot of shit he does that's just kind of like, you're a dirty fucking asshole. You know what, Mondo? You know who I think I'd have to kill? I had to kill, and I, I for a second I forgot she was even in, in this season. Amy Schumer was in this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good I call. Think, I, think, I think I just have to kill when Amy they, Schumer. Dude, you want, can I change my vote? I would, t- I would do the same. Because I complete. you know what? They, I, I thought, because she's only in the first episode, I believe. Right or a second episode? She's yeah, she, very early on. She, I think she had like 
two two different episodes she had brief cameos and i was like fuck i hope they don't make her a regular character please 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 i don't want to not like this show if this bitch is on it i'm not going to enjoy this and thank god that she never came back after that like that second little appearance i was like woo Phew. Yes, yeah. you're right. I would well, I would do kill. And the, the, the celebrity cameo in the first season was Sting. Yeah, much much better. Sting was much better. They downgrade to Amy Schumer Big and time. She, she takes his penthouse apartment. And in my in my world, my version of this, I'm I'm marrying Bunny, so when she gets murdered, you know, this minor spoiler alert, Bunny is the the main murder that they're trying to solve. Uh I get Bunny's apartment and then I obviously don't learn from anything in the show, and and and, and probably probably in my version, season three is the, them trying to figure out who killed Amy Schumer, and it was me because I wanted the penthouse apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, Mary, kill, friend. Yeah, who'd you who'd you want to be friends with? Hmm. Let me look at the cast of characters really quick. You know, you know who I think would be a good like just friend friend is uh. Will Putnam, who who plays Martin Short's son in it, he's like a uh, would you would you say he's like a mixed race gentleman? Well, I, he's supposed to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. because his that, but he he just seemed like a cool dude, like a cool cat. That that, that is one of the sort of some mysteries in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the show is like who is his actual dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he's definitely he seemed cool, but I'm gonna cheat a little bit, okay? Because technically this counts. In the very last episode, there is one more cameo. And it sort of sets up season three. Why am I forgetting? Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and right. He's, and he's not playing Paul Rudd. No, he's playing some other... Act. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'm like, it's Paul Rudd. I want to be his friend. Yeah, Paul Rudd is... Fuck. I, I hope he plays a bigger part in season three when they bring it back. He's fucking funny. Anything that motherfucker does is hilarious. Um, I got a question for you. Can we reuse names or is that against the rules? No, no that's against the rules. Oh, God damn it. Okay. All right. Okay, what's the next one? Let's let's skip dinner and go right to dad. Dad, who would you out of there? Are, there are many oh, uh, older male characters. One hundred percent. Who would you want to be your dad? One hundred percent. My answer would be um, have to be Martin Short's character because you, especially season two. I know it's kind of funny. He's like a big fucking flamboyant crazy motherfucker. Doesn't sh- shut the fuck up. Kind of selfish, but you can see in season two how he really feels. Because there's that question that goes up in the air. Is he really my kid? Is he really not? He's like, I don't give a fuck. And he knows. He knows he's not really this dude's father. Spoiler alert. But he's still like, no, I I'm, I got to be this guy's dad. Without this guy, I'm, you know, without this son, like, what am I? Like, it's just such an important thing. I think that's a good quality to have for, like, a father figure. Like, someone that's wants to be there for you and wants to see you succeed. He's setting him up for, like... To be to become kind of in his footsteps like a stage director of some kind in, in the uh, theater and shit. So I think he'd be a good he'd be my, <laughs> he'd be my dad. <laughs> well, okay, so so I, for me it would have been Teddy Demas, really, because because he th- fucking that guy's fucking devoted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that guy would want one well off financially. Uh-huh. You know, that's a check in his box over Martin Short's character, uh, and two. That guy would bo- both take a bullet and and probably murder somebody to save his Co- son. Cover up your son's uh, bo- yeah. boo-boos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, am I am I ever going to be possibly implicated in someone's murder? Probably not. But if I am, yeah. Teddy Demas is going to have my back. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Dad, there's a dead hooker in my hotel room. I don't know how it happened. Help. 
He's like, he's like, I'm ready for this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know. Just, just. He's like, just call this number. It's like a wolf, like a wolf person. Anyway, drinking buddy. Yeah, dr- drinking buddy slash like if you wanted to watch like UFC with somebody from this cast. Hmm. Oh, I know. Duh. Uh, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> I put that in there just for him. <laughs> yeah, to me, he'd be just like just the perfect kind of like just fucking loud. You know, Bill Burrish almost just kind of. Kind of funny, kind of crazy, kind of kooky. Yeah, I love the fact that Michael Rappaport now has a whole career of just being Michael Rappaport. Yeah, like, pretty much. They're like, Michael Rappaport, come on these sports talk shows and be Michael Rappaport. Yeah, play yourself. <laughs> come on Only Murders in the Building, and you're going to be a Michael Rappaport-esque cop. Um, yeah, that guy, that guy, he's... Have you ever heard him on podcasts? No, but I, I know he's got that personality. Like he's he again, like you said, he's playing himself. So he's got that persona. Like, oh, you know what you're gonna get when you see this fucking guy. Yeah, he he was hilarious. On um, I remember there there were, remember there were the old fighter and the kid. Mm-hmm. That was when it was still listenable to me, and he was one of their best guests ever. And I I thought I thought he did a great job playing himself in this. Yeah, not you know not everybody can so. Uh, business partner. See, that's when I would choose uh, Teddy Demas because he's obviously very wealthy, well off. Like you'd want someone that's pretty smart. Well, so I, I think I think the the most obvious because there, there was a lot of sort of business dealings going on in this season. The biz, the business partners you could be Teddy Demas, okay? Because he he is like the restaurants and he has excellent dips. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's Tina Fey's character Cinda Canning, who's this like big. Podcast. I mean, Cindy Canning Mondo could take Degenerates Clubhouse to the next level. But you know why I wouldn't choose her though? Why is that? Because it's revealed in season two. Don't, don't, stop giving spoilers. There you go. Um, <laughs> three would be a Carrie Delavine if you want to go go down the artistic path and get and get. Uh, no, I won't. <laughs> and four, you just can't stop yourself. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. And four, four would be Martin Short. Which I think would be a hell of a lot of fun. I don't know if that's the best investment because it doesn't seem like that worked out well for Teddy Demas in season one when he went into business with Martin Short. So who's your answer? You know, Mondo, you, I, you I, can't use Teddy Demas. I've already used them, and you can't reuse a char- character you've. Already no, used. I can't reuse one I've already used. Okay, and I and I did. I already used him because he's going to be my dad. <laughs> Therefore, I'm I'm gonna. Ha- it's gonna have to be Cindy Canning. We're going to make it work. And here's the reason why I'm confident. One, DeGeneres Clubhouse, we're going to get we're going to get sponsored. We're going to get on her podcast network. Get, going to get our own studio. And if she if she tries to fuck us, Mondo, you know why I'm not worried? Why? Teddy Demas has got her back. <laughs> All right. Wingman. Wingman. Huh. Yeah, this is tough. We already used Michael Rappaport. You know what, dude? The gay guy, Howard Morris, he'd be a good wingman. Like if you were, <laughs> like if you were a friend, if you were his friend, and he went with you to a bar, he would talk talk you up to like the chicks, and he'd like get you laid for sure. I think. I, you know, I there were there were there were three <laughs> that I that I had in mind. There, there there's Theo Demas, who's probably a bad option because he's deaf and he he he, he can only uh, communicate via ASL. Uh-huh. Probably not the best wingman. Nope. But I think Martin Short could be a good wingman. As far as breaking the ice and just like yeah, for sure. Like you need that one crazy friend who's just gonna gonna bust a wedge he's in a, that social group. He's a salesman, one hundred percent. He's a salesman, and he's he's also very non-threatening, where he's not gonna scare the girls off. And 
I think I think despite you know getting a little bit older, getting a little bit rougher in the edges, still probably look pretty good next to Martin Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> not Martin Lawrence. Whoa, that, that too, <laughs> Martin Short. And I thought the third option w- w- was going to be Cara Delevingne as a wingman, like as a, a wing, wingman, wingwoman. But hmm. but here's my surprise answer, Mondo. I was going to say Martin Short, but I think I think he needs all the attention. He's not he he's. He would try to help you, and then he would just fuck it all up because he he wants to be the center of attention at all times. So I forget the the character's name, but the doorman. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. doorman was a bro. Yeah, he was. He was and cool. Coley hook you up. He'd be he'd be you know he'd say oh you know uh, that hot that hot girl on you know apartment you know twelve B needs this thing taken up to her. Why don't why don't you just just run that up? It's the special delivery of some some. Uh, <laughs> some hot, some hot dog flavored popsicles. <laughs> you, you, why, don't, why don't you go give her some some uh, wiener pops? I feel bad that like we don't have his fucking name. Yeah, I see the actor's name, but I don't know the character's name. The actor is is Teddy Kaluka. Teddy Kaluka. But yeah, he had a small part, but I, that character grew on me very quickly. I was like, oh, I like this guy. I can't find him in IMDb. I got I got excited for his promotion. I was like, oh fuck yeah. Mondo, your your wifey is like looking out for him. Hey, uh, did you pick your? Did you make your pick? You haven't made your pick. I just did. I just said it, <laughs> and now we're the talking door, about the it. The doorman. Door okay. And, uh, and the the very last category we had was assistant, and I I actually think Mondo for for the fuck category we did we did skip over two possibilities. Who were? So one was Cindy Canning's assistant. Yeah, I guess you get. Yeah, she. Yeah, okay. They they intentionally made her a little bit, you know, mousy. But the the crazier someone is, I've heard, the hotter they are in bed. If if you're gonna throw, so 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 if you're if that is true, then then uh, I forget forget, what was her name, Jane, the the um, oboe player, the murderer, Jan, Jan from from season one, I think has to be on the table. She yeah, yeah. But I definitely, so I definitely wouldn't want Jan as my assistant. She she'd be like like you know when people have pet cats and the pet cats keeps like bringing them like dead mouses and dead <laughs> birds. They're like, see, look, look what I'm did. I'm helping. I it's did like this no, for you. no, Jan, stop, stop, stop killing people. But but I think for assistants, shoot, now I can't remember. I can't remember. I I'm trying to find a list of the characters, and I and the one I've got only says the actors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I so I think I think for the assistants though it would be Lucy, the he's a the, she's a daughter. She she's she's Steve Martin's daughter figure, because uh, right. she gets referenced referenced oh, a yeah, lot yeah, in season one. It was from a previous uh, relationship. Yeah, yeah, it was it was basically like Steve Martin was dating her mom, and Steve Martin and Lu, you know I keep saying Steve Martin, Charles Hayden Savage and Lucy get really close, and then. He he broke up with her mom, and and I guess she she, she uh, went on to have a whole string of boyfriends. And Lucy still had a had a soft spot for Steve Martin, but she was pretty useful in this episode. You know, she she could teach me uh, Gen Z slang. That'd be really helpful. She seems pretty tech savvy, so I think she's a possibility. Then Poppy White, Cindy Canning's assistant. I mean, she—that's her whole thing, right? She's such a good assistant. Seems like maybe she's got some undesirable baggage. We, we no, you know, I'm not trying to throw out too many spoilers. 
it seems like she's she's also an option. I'm trying to think. I feel like there would be one more good pick. Oh, the doorman's name was Lester. Lester. Oh, and and here's here's the here's the the, the last one. Um, this this is my out of out of the people I'm nominating for assistance. There's a running gag in both seasons that they've got a fan group. Uh huh. And there's there's people following them around, and it, which which is nice because they can do some kind of like meta commentary, uh, which is funny. I mean. I'm trying to remember the exact line, but there was a part in this season where Cara Delevingne and Selena Gomez hook up, Ooh. and the the fan group is like, it's like, oh, that's very progressive of them, and they're kind of like making fun of it a little bit, yeah, uh, which is nice. It it shows some self awareness on the part, but like the 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 diehard of that fan group was named Sam, and when all the, when it doesn't, it seems like the investigation stalling, and the other people in the fan group are talking about jumping to other podcasts he's like fuck no and then he, he actually goes in to try to help them so i i think i think those would be the most obvious choices for assistant do you have one yeah mine would be the detective the the black detective lady detective williams Ooh, that's a good one because she's just on it and she's always sending them little ways to help and she's always got their back legally and you know she won't cross the lines but knows how to like slip them info and shit like detective that detective williams yeah Played by Divine Joy Randolph. Hook it up, hook it up. That's what I'm. That's my pick. No explanation necessary, other than she's always got their backs and she's always like, like I said helping them kind of solve the murder from within with tidbits. Do you, and, do you think she'd be cool to be an assistant? She as for, she, to her, she's she, already she, helping them. She's to to have her as yeah, an but she, yeah. she's not she's not in a in a like a subservient you know like lower. She she she's she's kind of like running you know in her own lane doing her own thing, yeah, but that's all I want. Just get out of my way, take care of my shit. Let me know what's up. That's all I want. Yeah. Now I'm wishing I hadn't said Michael Rappaport because I'm like, man, I I want someone to plan evidence for me, <laughs> like clear up some parking tickets. I mean, that would, that'd be great. Uh, okay. Fi- final pick. You know what? Just you know what? Despite the baggage, Mondo, I'm just gonna go with Poppy White. Yeah. Yeah. She was a good assistant she's up so until, uh, you know, she was doing some crazy shit. She was almost too good of an assistant. I think yeah. that was the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think she looks hotter when she cut her bangs or when she had her bangs? Probably when she had them. When she when she had her hair. Yeah, I think she was a little more attractive when she had When she cut it, she's like, oh, now you look like an evil. Now she looks like an evil assistant by, <laughs> by cutting your bangs. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> it would be it would be funny. Like I, I'd have her filing, you know, paperwork to get the sewer line put into place, and then all of a sudden, someone in like uh, like Green Mountain Water would end up dead. Yeah, it's like I don't w- wait what. <laughs> yeah, but you got your shit taken care of. You hey, know? sewer sewer line got approved. Fancy that. <laughs> Whoopsie, that's a good choice. So you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna take the good with the bad, Mondo. You know, no one's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she might kill you, but just you know, try not to piss her off. I, th- I think with just the 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 very slightest amount of like positive reinforcement, you know, we we could we could turn her from a force of evil into a f- force for mostly good and a little bit evil. We are uh, about fifty five minutes into the episode. I am going to California. This basically, by the time this episode gets released, I will probably have been uh, in California already. Um, I should be in Cali like Thursday, and that being that I'm not back to Colorado till probably Tuesday, we won't be having an episode next week. 
Sorry to disappoint you guys in the degenerate land. <laughs> or for you, some of you guys, you're like, fucking thank God. One last piece of shit episode I got to listen to. Get a fucking week off. But anyway. It's, no, it's, guys, don't worry. I'm going to release the extended version of my Trump rant from earlier. Yeah. It's a, it's a full 20, two, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to really get into the nitty gritty, uh, the deep details. So, like, you have that to look forward to. Don't worry. But uh, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Add to the episode? No, I feel like we we accomplished a lot, Mon. Though we we are we are quickly approaching episode one hundred. Uh huh. In a weird way, there's a part of me that's happy we're we're missing a week because it is it has been my goal to have an actual theme song. Uh huh. For episode one hundred, cool. it gives me an extra week. I've been incredibly yeah. busy. Who, who knew having a an, a part time job, which is increasingly moving closer to full time. Trying to GC an entire construction build and then do a, a remodel on a on a travel trailer all at the same time would be so time consuming. Yeah, it's exhausting too. Dude, I I, I unloaded I loaded and unloaded sixty sheets of three and a quarter inch tongue groove plywood yesterday. I was a tired boy. Yeah, yeah, I had a rough week as well. We had our open house at work yesterday and or not yesterday Friday and. Uh, it meant like Monday to Thursday was just like going everywhere. Like I probably saw 20, 30 people a day, which is like double, triple of what I usually make on a day. But just to hand out a bunch of flyers, invite people to the open house. And Friday was insane. I made like we had our burgers and dogs and stuff for like the open house for the customers. And we did raffle stuff and all this shit. The big TV went out. But the one of the bosses told me to get like, He's like, I want you to make some different food for us afterwards. So I made some tri-tip, some ribs, and some brats. And uh, everyone enjoyed the the after grub. Everyone complimented my food again. Oh, and, and just, you know what, just to, to close it off, the, the big achievement, uh, big milestone, if you will, that I hit this week is now I'm the proud owner of a giant hole in the ground. Yay. They finished the excavation I told Aaron to use just Encino Man style. Fill it up with water. We'll have a party. <laughs> well, I might I might as well let them put in the concrete so at least it'll... I mean, because if they put in water, it would just get really muddy very quickly. Is that, isn't that what they do to Encino Man, though? Isn't that, they, it's just movie magic, but I think they just fill it up with water. Probably. But I'm going to... You know what? Let's just go full swimming pool, Mondo. Let's do it. It's concrete swimming pool. Yeah, and I'm also picking up a dog in California while I'm out. So So basically, the next time you'll have... A video of us. I'll have a little puppy. <laughs> so, so guys, lock your pets up. <laughs> don't don't leave them out in the yard while Mondo's out there. Yeah, I needed one. I needed a I needed a companion in the apartment here and there. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. We love you guys. Have a good Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.